What is up, everybody? It is the week 13 recap edition of I Don't Know Jim. Also, we've got a week 14 preview for you here. We had some really good games. My team lost. Alex's team essentially lost. Bunch of other matchups happened on Sunday. Really good games. Exciting slate coming up here. Excited to have you. Let's get into it. All right, Jim, you know how we kick it off. Week 13, he's Jim. I will give you the first pick because you're very passionate about it. So let's hear it. Who is your numero uno pico Jimbo? Thanks, Jim. I feel like I get first overall a lot, but I will not waste it this week. I'm going defensive first because I feel like it, and this is my passion. It's uh, Nick Bosa. He finished with three tackles, three sacks, and a forced fumble. And man, oh man, is he kind of coming up in this defensive player of the year conversation? Yeah, I saw a lot more dialogue about it this week than I have in previous weeks. I know a guy who wrote an article about it before the season started, actually. Oh, yeah, is he a good-looking fella? Might have predicted it. Yeah, he might be. I still lean Parsons at this point in time, but Bosa just had a filthy, filthy week. And I will give you some credit. You called that exactly. You said that would happen, and you were right. So Thanks, Jim. Jim. Thank you for letting me pick him as in Jim of the Week. Of course. I appreciate the pat on the back. I'll always take that. I'll move on to my he's Jim. It's going to be a defensive guy, too, here. It's going to be former Patriot and former Cardinal Chandler Jones. Dude was an absolute menace in their win on Sunday. Hit three sacks, six tackles five quarterback hits and a pass defense. And he's a guy that's been pretty dormant all season long. So it was good to see him kind of get the cobwebs off, whatever it may be. But Chandler Jones had an absolute day. So he's a gem. And I will keep rolling. My next pick is going to be none other than, you guessed it, Tom Brady. Nobody else maybe in the history of the NFL would have done what he's done. And nobody's done it more consistently than him which is why it's almost like you expect it when you should never expect that i mean their their offense was anemic all all game the fourth quarter i think he was 14 for 21 two touchdowns and over 120 yards passing they were down 13 with three minutes left i mean are you kidding me who else dude tom brady yeah i think that's a good pick jim i'll give you a little sabermetric stat he is three and one post giselle with two game-winning drives he didn't need her man he did not need her you see his new piece mm. looks pretty good is that me. her is that actually his or is that like speculation you know per some questionable sources our male group chat friend mm. yes it's confirmed but uh he keeps up with that a little more than i do yep either Fair way enough. great performance tommy definitely deserving of a gym shout my next gym is going to be oh yeah it's amon ra yeah. I'm on Raw St. Brown. And you know, it's really cool because he's kind of in that, you know, second year of dominance at this point. He hasn't really been talked about like, you know, the Devontes, the Cups, the Jeffersons, the Tyree Kills. And arguably he should be, because he finished this week with eleven catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Hmm. And he's been doing that this season, man. He's been up there. He's been consistently that guy. Definite performance of a gym this week. Maybe we should give him some more respect. I don't know. Maybe he needs a little more longevity before he really gets into that elite level conversation. But great spot from him. I think I get one more, right? Yeah, that's a great pick, dude, by the way. I like that pick a lot. Um, And my last one, I always like to go a little different with my last one. And, you know, this isn't a weird one per se. The stats aren't amazing, but this is a pure vibes gym pick. Okay gonna be joe burrow joe cool oh yeah he was on my he list owns, he owns the chiefs jim he was he on my list them. and you know the stat line you know it is it's 286 two touchdowns you know rushing touchdown nothing like eye eye catching necessarily looking at the box score but it's the vibes pick man he owns patrick mahomes and the chiefs and i love that that was a huge win for the bengals shout out joe cool joe burr he's a gym 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a great pick, dude. I mean, I don't know how you can't get behind that much swagger, but I will bring us home here. My last pick is also going to be an interesting one, and it's going to be none other than Mr. Irrelevant himself, Brock Purdy. Great pick. Steps in for Jimmy G, who broke his foot. He's going to be out seven, eight weeks. Guy goes 25 for 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, and he did have an interception. But, man, Jimmy G went down in the first quarter of that game, and it could have swung in the total opposite direction. But he kept them afloat, and he was on point. So I don't think the Niners are dead with him in there. And I think he had a pretty stand-up performance for a guy that was the dead last pick in the draft this year. I think that's a great pick, Jim. And we can definitely get into it more as we get to the recap. But he had a great performance this week. Yep. Big big win. Not just to sneak out that win. He... The Niners dominated. They stomped on him. All right, Jim. It's that time now. We can move on to our Jameses of the week. And my James is going to be none other than John Robinson. Tennessee Titans GM. Who watched A.J. Brown, who he traded to the Eagles and really wanted to get out of town. Go up and down the field on them. He had two touchdowns, a huge day. And then John Robinson got fired. So you tell me exactly who screwed themselves there. A.J. Brown stuck it in his face. Say, you don't want me? Fine. Go sit in the streets. I think that's crazy. John Robinson, you're a James for getting rid of A.J. Brown, man. I think that's a good pick. Uh, that wasn't mine, but that is that is maniacal. <laughs> Sorry, um, I told you. No, it's cool, and it's funny because, you know, looking at the whole body of work, he hasn't done a bad job with a Tennessee Titans team, but it's those types of moves that do make you lose your job as a GM. And, man, does he look silly getting rid of A.J. Brown. you got to pay that, man. When I, I thought you might steal it. I thought we were on the same page there. I'm going with my Baltimore Ravens. Might be a little harsh. Yeah, I think it's tiny End of mind victory against the Denver Broncos where – you know, it's not really just the Baltimore Ravens as a whole. It's Greg Roman and the Baltimore Ravens offense. Yeah. Did you know that the last time a Ravens wide receiver scored a touchdown was week eight? Guess what? That wasn't even a receiving touchdown. That was a jet sweep. The last receiving touchdown of a Baltimore oh, Ravens wide receiver was Devin Duvernay week three. Dude. We got to figure it out, man. We have to start a dialogue. I mean, I know Lamar went down early. He started dialogue. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's, it's insane, dude. I mean, they've had so many years to figure this out, build the offense along, around Lamar. And, you know, even Huntley. Huntley's a, ba- a backup Lamar. He is. He's not bad. I don't think he's, he's bad. No, and that's no shade to Huntley at all. I love Huntley. Um, but, like, he's the same style of quarterback, you know? Yeah. Like, we got to figure out a way to get these receivers involved to just get this offense chugging. They haven't been able to score points these past few weeks. It's insane to me. Mm. For that reason, Greg Roman and the Baltimore Ravens offense is my James of the week. Fair enough. I think last, you can't you can't keep that up this at this point in the season. I think they're uh, the the Ravens might be a two times Jameser here. Yeah, they're frustrating, which is weird because they you know record wise they're doing Pats Bills. The Pats fell twenty four to ten. And their offense couldn't do diddly-poo against the Bills. They had Marcus Jones, who's their return man, slash DB, catch a screen and take it to the house. And that was the only offense they had all night. Their defense was fine. Josh Uche had a nice night, a couple sacks. I think that the Patriots are starting to be kind of revealed as this team that offense is not good. And I said that even when they exploded against the Vikings. And their defense can't stop these top-tier offenses. Like, Josh Allen should have had another touchdown to Diggs, but there was a hold like on that deep bomb. And they really couldn't stop them from going up and down the field. They made a punt for the first time in, like, a year, which was awesome. But I just don't think that they've got the personnel right now to match up against those top-tier offenses. It's interesting because the Bills kind of owned Belichick and the Pats for the past few seasons. They have. And some of them haven't been remotely close at all. Nope. Uh, which is scary, too, considering the Bills haven't been as dominant this season, in my opinion, as they have been. 
you know, some of those blowout losses you could excuse per se with like, I mean, that team was just a wagon. Like this is a beatable Bills team in my opinion. I still think they're really good. But that game was, it wasn't the Pats season, but it was a pretty important game that you, I don't know, I would have liked to see a little more fight. No, their offense is just not a thing, dude. Their offense is horrible. They're the worst red zone offense in the NFL, actually, on a percentage basis when it comes to scoring touchdowns. And what are your thoughts about Mac Jones yelling at Patricia? I think it was good to see a little bit of fire out of him. I also would like to see Patricia fired, speaking of fire. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I've definitely been on that all year, too. But oh, He would have been a good James shout, actually. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. I've, I've been sleeping on my Jameses. No, that's fine. I mean, we can still dump on him. The Pats play call to me. It looks like every drive is inside run, inside run, third and long, screen pass. Well, and that's, that's, what what Mac, like that's what Mac was saying was, Throw the ball, the quick game. People thought it was the rush game. Said the quick game sucks. He's right. That's all they try to do. I mean, sure, if the quick game's working, stick with it. But if it doesn't work, you can't just keep doing the little dumpies and the outs and like you got to do something past the sticks. I'm with you, man. And I love screen passes, but if that's all you're running, predictable. You're going nowhere. Stoppable. So stoppable if they know that's coming. Yeah. All right. That's enough of me yelling at the clouds. The Deshaun Watson Bowl here. Browns visiting the Texans, taking home a W, 27-14. Jim, what did you think of Deshaun and his big return? I think he looked awful, Jim. Yep. I think he got bailed out by his defense. Absolutely. Shockingly enough, the Browns' defense hasn't been that great this year. But they came to the rescue this week. Jacoby could have done better. I mean, you definitely saw the rust on Deshaun. And, you know, maybe that's something that'll just, you know, wear off with game time. But, I mean, at times it looked like he, he forgot how to throw a football. He did not look good at all. But, yeah, shout out the Browns for figuring it out. Yeah, it would have been nice to see a little bit of fight out of them, but they were just yeah. putrid, dude. I mean, their defense wasn't horrible, but, I mean, how are you going to give up a pick six, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and a punt return touchdown? Like, that is a fully on the offense. Like, that's absurd. And the special teams. Texans will definitely be getting the one pick. I mean, I don't know if they'll win a game down the stretch. Davis Mills will be starting for them, but ugly, ugly, ugly. Anyway, we can move right along to my team, my James, my team, my pain. The Baltimore Ravens beating the Broncos by one, one point with a Huntley last-second drive. Shout out Huntley. That was a great drive. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the win. I am frustrated with the offense. I know that's a good Denver defense, but it's been building up to this point. I'm worried about Lamar. Please be okay. Dude, the Broncos like gave me a little bit of hope. I was watching, checking in here and there. Like, oh, their defense is finally going to win a one. They're finally going to win a one. They're going to win a one. They're going to win a one. And then the last second, Touchdown Ravens. It's like, come on. But the Ravens, in my opinion, should have killed them, regardless of who was playing quarterback. They didn't. Kind of crazy, in my opinion. I think that the Ravens are far superior. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, too. That should have been not down to the last play, you know? Yeah. But as a common theme on this podcast... All that matters is that first number goes up. Now the Ravens are in four. We can move on. No one cares how you won the game. You did. You can be frustrated with the process of how it was done. That's right. At the end of the day, they won. In the playoffs, it don't matter. Once you're in, you're in. Anything can happen. Okay. Moving along to an NFC North rivalry game here. This one was for the all-time lead in wins in NFL history. Packers come away victorious, and they are now the winningest team in the history of the game. Crazy. Finals 28-19. Christian Watson, again, was dynamic. A rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Rodgers was okay. Justin Fields had another ridiculous run. Like He's starting to look like Lamar-esque. He's a little bigger than Lamar, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it's unfair to say that he's the best rushing quarterback in the NFL this season. 
I don't think that's unfair at all. I think that you could easily say that. I also think that, you know, Lamar, whatever. I think he's a bigger Lamar, is, is how I would put it. He's built bigger. His passing is not there yet. He's still turning the ball over. But, but man, I like what I'm seeing out of him. I think that next year, if they can get him some weapons, they're only on the up. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's tough to say that about a team that's 3-10. and 10. I know. I know. Yeah, no. They have bright spots. I will say, it's a tough one to let up 18 in the fourth quarter to your daddy, Aaron Rodgers, who said he owns you. Pretty cool, pretty crazy that this came down to you know, a Packers-Bears matchup for that, you know, title of winning a team. Yeah. I'm a Bears fan. I don't want to drop this one. I don't care. No. You don't let daddy take it. <laughs> it's big brother. Packers own the Bears, unfortunately. Uh, none, neither of these teams are going anywhere. So this was really just a grudge match at home for bragging rights, for lack of a better term. That's and, why it was entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it was in that sense. All right, Lions-Jaguars. Jaguars looked awful yeah man you got you nailed this one i was wrong about this one partially because trevor lawrence looked like he just had a career-ending injury yeah fine that was a scary tackle i thought he wasn't gonna walk again those are the type of tackles that i watch and i go it's a shame that his career never panned out (laughs) and (laughs) thank god he's okay yeah story this one is man are the lions sneaky good I I don't know. I'm afraid that if I buy them again, they're going to start to suck again like they did earlier. This was an explosion against a bad defense. And their offense has been the best as far as touchdown efficiency goes in the red zone in the NFL. So maybe I should be buying them. And I think I like them this week, too. We'll get into that later. Can't figure them out only because I never know which version of Jared Goff is going to show up. Slash their defense really isn't good. But, man, they showed out in this game, so I'll give them their credit there. And you gave Amon Ra his props, too. Uh, they're just so interesting to me because the thing everyone, including ourselves, kind of latch on to is the, oh, like they just need an actual QB. Goff's been good. I know. In my opinion, it's just been like the lack of ability to close out games and losing those close ones. They could easily be a winning record team right now. Yep. And I think that just kind of comes with, like, youthful inexperience and i do like the lines on the up and up they're showing me all the good signs usually for the detroit lions though they know how to let you down but great performance by them this week that was awesome to watch jets vikings jets coming ever so close to a victory here but falling 27 to 22 mike white dude had another big game in the air and the jets defense in my opinion, played really well in this game. They beat the snot out of Kirk Cousins. I don't know how much you watched, but this was the game that I watched the most of on Sunday. They were getting after him. And Justin Jefferson was contained for the most part. But they got down into the red zone, and they couldn't convert. The the Jets were just kicking field goals, and you can't do that if you want to win against a pretty high-powered offense, regardless of how good your defense is. Yeah, I'm with you. I did kind of keep an eye on this one because i really was passionate about the jets winning this one and they were a play away from doing it a couple times at the end there yep um but i'm with you dude this jets defense is great i think i do think they're going to be a stingy wild card team for whoever they play vikings they're still really good i don't know maybe we're wrong to doubt them it feels pretty easy to doubt them at times and call them fluky you know they're not a real 10 and 2 team but even though Kirk was getting just mauled, he he got the job done. I mean, I guess Dalvin did a little more work than Kirk, but way to get that win there. No one, I don't know. The Jets seemed like a pretty popular pick to win this week, and they just didn't get it done. Yeah, I think they were the second most bet team. It was Titans and then the Jets. <laughs> but shout out to Mike White for holding, uh, taking some accountability on that loss there. Somebody has to do it. All right, Jim, next up, we have the Steelers taking down the Falcons, 19-16. to 16. I didn't catch a ton of this one. I saw my boy, Pat Fryermuth, had a huge catch and run. And the Steelers' defense contained the Falcons in that anemic offense that is. I'll say Steelers are sneaky. Like, 5-7 and is not horrible. 
if if you ask me about the Steelers, I'd say they're probably a really, really bad team. But that record's not bad. I'll give a, a lot of credit to Mike Tomlin. And I also think that Kenny Pickett has shown flashes of a guy that can be their franchise quarterback in these future years. He looks cool, man. He looks calm and collected in the pocket each week. He looks better. Yep. Um, which really makes me think, you know, maybe it's not the most complex analysis. They just really miss TJ Watt. Their defense is solid. You know, I don't know if it's like always a huge thing to shut down the Falcons, but is Watt uh, still out? But no, he came back. back. Yeah, he's back. I just mean like oh. they were stinking. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Pardon. My bad. Sorry. I think they were really struggling without him in the, yes. yeah, you know, the stretch. And now that he's back, they're not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say they're in like a rebuild or a full rebuild, but if I had to label a team, you know, we've done it with a few teams of a of the next year, the next year award. I don't hate where the Steelers are at and what they're doing this season to, you know, get Kenny Pickett some progressions, keep yeah. that defense where it's at. I'm with you. Yeah, they've got some good pieces. I'm with you, dude. I think that they're kind of in this the the, the quasi rebuild right now, but yeah. they didn't totally have to tear it down, which is good. Yeah, I'm with you there. Only other thing I'd say is the Atlanta Falcons just so bad at living up to expectations. They stink, Jim. You win that game against a Steelers team that doesn't have a lot to fight for, really. You're six and seven. You're still fighting for that NFC South division title somehow at this point, especially with Monday night's game. It looks like the Bucks division to lose somehow. Yep. So see you next year, Atlanta. Yeah, we really aren't going to miss you. Any more thoughts you want to move on to our absolute stinker of, of a prediction? Go for it, man. Now, now, now. I'm not going to expose you, but I'll say that there were people that wanted to make this to be a gym pick. I don't know anybody that did personally. Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm not exposing anybody, but we had a good conversation and we killed the be a gym pick. Yes. Thankfully, it wasn't this one. Yeah. Titans get steamrolled by the Eagles in Philadelphia leading to their GM losing their job, as pointed out by my Jim. Wow, this one was never really any close. No. No. Traylon Burks had that dope catch, but after that, it was game over. You know, you called an A.J. Brown legacy game, and man, did he deliver. That's like an all-time legacy game. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that GM fire that moved you, that's like layers and layers. Yeah, no, that goes down to the books for sure. I don't know. Titans are sitting at 7-5. and five. They're they're in a weird spot. I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad week. I kind of liked what I saw out of them against the Bengals more. Maybe this just had a little more emotion with the AJ Brown stuff. And the Eagles are maybe really that good, and I should give yeah. them some credit. Yeah. No, I agree with you, dude. I I mean, it's hard to look at the Eagles and not think that they are the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, they're just absolutely rolling. Jalen Hurts looks like the MVP. And A.J. Brown, I mean, eight for 119, two touchdowns. Both those catches were pretty damn good, too. He's one of those guys that is a real difference maker for them, is going to be huge when they can't run the ball consistently. Because obviously that's going to happen to them. That is probably going to happen in the playoffs. You're going to have to throw the ball. And they've got weapons to do it. So they're just hitting their stride at the perfect time. They've been doing it all year. But we'll put a bow on that one. Move on to a tie here between the Commanders and the Giants. And if there's one thing I hate in the NFL, it's ties. I really think there should be some way to figure it out. You play overtime and you can't get it done. I honestly think that you should line the kickers up, have them go PK style, kick 50 yarders with a line in front of you. That's my opinion. But anyways, to the game. Heineke brought the Commanders. Down the field to tie it up, bring it in to OT, and they couldn't do anything from there. I've, I think that the, the commanders did a good job of containing Saquon. I would have liked to see them win this game. I thought they were going to, but I'll give credit to the Giants for fighting. I think that they're going to slide here down the stretch. Uh, it's hard to take away a lot from a tie. I will add, as a soccer guy, I typically don't have you know problems with ties. But they make sense in soccer. I'm kind of with you. In football, it's not a point system. You know, you don't really need. No, yeah. You don't need guys. You can determine a winner. Figure it out. Yep. Um, but I always think it's a little funny to see those extra little ones at the end of the records. It's horrific. It's gross. 
And, you know, this is, it's funny because this game was huge for like traje- trajectory of these teams, rest of their seasons, how it's going to go. Yeah. So ties like crazily enough, kind of funny with the like, oh, you know, it's like it never happened. Well, it couldn't send either team in either direction. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're still <laughs> the same place. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like a loss for either one of them, it was like detrimental. Yeah. De- detrimental. However you say that word. Yeah, had it right the first time. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh so it ties you know not the end of the world for either we'll see how that shakes out for the rest of the nfc east this season you want to lead us into the be a gym pick yeah baby i will <laughs> keep keep us moving here the niners whooping up on the dolphins like we knew they would their defense dominated they got a victory here 33 to 17 they did lose starter jimmy garoppolo in the first quarter they thought it was a Liz Frank injury, but it looks like it's not. So he'll be available in seven to eight weeks. In my head, I'm trying to think if that could bring him back as early as the divisional round, I believe. But for right now, they're going to roll with Brock Purdy, who looked pretty good as a replacement here. 49ers defense was all over two in the Dolphins. Nick Bosa, like we said, we talked about it. He was damn near unstoppable. And their defense rose to the occasion. You know, they made Tua look pedestrian. Tyreek Hill still had a good day, but, I mean, by the time he got going, the game's over here. Uh, The 49ers are still a force to be reckoned with, with or without Garoppolo, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I'm with you, dude. I think it's really cool that Niners are built so well that they can kind of, I don't want to say they can slot anybody in at QB. Already slid right in and looked just as good, if not better, than Jimmy G. Yeah. Because the pieces around him and the rest of that team is built so well. The Niners are still scary to me. It almost gives me flashbacks to like a Nick Foles coming in. and Oh, God. And, yeah, Let's say that. No, but Purdy looked good. It'd be cool to see Jimmy G come back. But I'm not really worried about the Niners moving forward, even with Purdy there. He looked great. Yeah, I know he did. And the Bia Jim cashed with ease. Absolutely. Ooh. We're still winners, baby. We are still winners. Dolphins, I don't know. You got whooped. Your defense stinks. Yeah. Tua looks not great. I'll also say, I'll also say, I think that it's kind of. I always think it's funny when the Dolphins lose because it's like, oh, well, Tua got hurt, and man, 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 like, yeah. I mean, he got hurt at the end of the game, and he's fine. I just, I don't know. I, I don't like the Dolphins. No, oh, no, it's excuse after excuse. And I don't like McDaniel either. I think he's a nerd. Oh, I hate him. Sorry, Did you see him praised for owning? That he made a mistake. Yeah. Let, let's get this straight once and for all. You should not be getting praised for doing the bare minimum. As a coach, you should be accepting responsibility for your actions and your mistakes and your, you know, your successes as well. We don't need to go around, you know, I could use some terms here that probably aren't chill for the airwaves. Yeah, probably just avoid those. Throwing a party for very basic stuff. You know, he's a good coach. Let's let's calm down a little bit. His first season, he accepted his error. Cool. We don't need to. Not going to say the term, <laughs> but we can. We can take it back a step. You got owned by your your master. Yeah. Your teacher. Um, that's enough about that one. Yeah, I will say quickly. I'm excited for them to come to Foxborough when it's cold, and I hope oh, it's yeah. snowing. Yeah, I, I think they stand no chance in that situation. But that's weeks ahead. I just wanted to throw it out there. You think they got the two-way excuse ready for that one already? Oh, yeah. I think that everybody's going to be a little too cold. (laughs) But we will keep rolling with the 4 o'clock slate here. The Seahawks beat the Rams 27-23. Just skated by at the end there, which I thought was pretty surprising. I thought this was a game that they were going to run away with. Um, But Geno Smith continued his run. 367, three touchdowns. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had good games. And I think that the Seahawks team is one that needs a lot. They need Geno to continue to to play at this high level, and they also need to be up against pedestrian defenses to succeed. I think that if they play a team that has a real offense, it's see you later, Seahawks. Yeah, that's that's very valid, man. Putting up to, uh, letting up twenty three points to that team where it's at, not great. I will say, Walford. Walford didn't look abysmal. But he's not good. He's a step up from Perkins, and no shade to Perkins, but he he hasn't looked good when he's in there. 
No, he's he's like not good. Yeah, you think Baker's gonna get some reps? Not this week, but next week I bet Baker plays. All right, I guess I can wait for the preview then. Yeah, sorry. Just to recap, my bad. Yeah, but good bounce back win for the Seahawks. That was a bad loss to the Raiders last week. Sitting at a comfortable seven and five. Will they make the playoffs? We'll see. Any any additional thoughts here, Jim? No, I think I'm good. Rams are a dumpster fire. See you right. next year, if if at all. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go after a different quarterback. I'll say that. Wow. Maybe in the draft or something like that. We can head over to the Joe Burr game of the week. Mm. Bengals take on the Chiefs in Cincinnati and come out victorious 27 to 24. This was an awesome game all the way through. Yeah, it was. I saw people comparing, you know, this is the real Brady versus Manning quarterback generation burrow versus mahomes i don't know if i buy into that necessarily but you don't think it's the new era of quarterback rivalry in the afc i don't know if it's a v1 you know i like I think it is i don't know who else would be what about josh allen eh? yeah fair all um, right good point good point good point jim <laughs> that's why this is this why this is a dialogue it's a good point yeah no i'm not trying to dunk on you i just think like I, I love the triangle. <laughs> you of did it. though. You're right. I like the triangle of it. Like the Mahomes versus Allen is awesome. The Mahomes versus Burrow is awesome. I imagine a Burrow versus Allen would also be awesome. We got some good young QBs. Joe Burrow just happens to own Patrick Mahomes right now. Great win for the Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. They were awesome. Joe Burrow is just like the man. Like I, I don't know how to describe him other than that. He's that guy. Like the Chiefs didn't look horrible here, but there were there were times like Travis Kelsey got shut down. Oh yeah. That was incredible in my my opinion to see the the Bengals take away their best weapon like that. They also have the, the formula. I don't know what it is with their offense, but they they couldn't be stopped. So if I'm the Chiefs, I don't want to see the Bengals in the playoffs. I don't care if I'm at Arrowhead where I am. I don't want to see you guys again. Let's avoid them at all costs. Yeah, I'm with you. I will I will just say that the last thing I have to mention is kind of relates back to something you've been mentioning this year. The Chiefs do miss Tyreek a lot. Yeah. No matter how high power that offense is and how good they are, Tyreek and Kelsey together, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't do both. Now you can kind of just shut down Kelsey and let, you know, Juju and Marquez Valdez. They're they're okay options, but you know, you live with them beating you. Yes. You couldn't live with Kelsey and Tyreek beating you. Yeah. Good point, Jim. Good point. Well, it's you know, it's piggybacking off points you've been making. So no, but you made a good point there. All right. Next one up. Chargers, Raiders, Chargers breaking my heart here. Letting the Raiders get another victory. Devonta Adams went absolutely nuts. He killed Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, Josh Jacobs uh, again. He's been a beast this year. Had a big game on the ground. I don't know what to say about the Chargers. I thought they could maybe sneak into the playoffs. But with a performance like this in a game that you got to have, in my opinion, we talked about it last week, you're not selling me on anything. No, Jim. It's weird. It's almost a culture issue. Or just like bad coaching, maybe. I think that you could definitely point to the coaching. Because I don't think it's it maybe some bad luck. But they've had a lot of injury trouble. You look at that roster as a whole. They should not be a six and six team. And you know you could say this season is uh, you know a one off, but this has been a consistent thing these past. This is years. what they always do. They're always middle of the road, fighting for like the seventh seed. Yeah, that roster should not be fighting for a seventh seed. You want a fun stat? Yeah, I like fun stats. Yeah, I got this one from CBS the other day on Twitter. Okay. Justin Herbert has 23 losses since his rookie season in 2020. Okay. Matt Ryan is the only QB with more losses over that time frame. Really? I like Justin Herbert. That's not trying to dunk on him. And I'm sure there are a lot of other things that go into that. Like, you know, quarterbacks are injured and they're not playing as many games as Herbert. But it is a little interesting that, you know, Herbert does get a lot of leeway, man. And I know, you know, the NFL is a team sport and, you know, the winning is a team thing. And that defense has always been really bad. Well, he's been the starter, but he gets a little more leeway than other quarterbacks, in my opinion. Yeah, but I, I he's not, you can't point a finger at him and be like, he's the issue. That's oh, my no, problem with that narrative is people yeah, want to look at him and be like, well, he doesn't win per se, but how are you going to point at him and be like, that's the problem? 
I think that with a lot of the other guys, you can say that. That's my only problem with that narrative. No, completely fine. I don't even mean it in that way. I would blame the coaching personally. Daly's got to go. Me too. Me too. I think that if it doesn't work out for them this year, that he could be on the outs. Oh, no. That's scary, dude. You better watch yourself. If you, I don't know, Jim Podcast. <laughs> first, be real. Yeah, God knows how Hackett's still hanging on. <laughs> That's actually unbelievable. That I know, me. I know, I know. I, I just don't know what is in his clause, what's in his contract that says you can't fire me or else I own Walmart or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just shocked it hasn't been a decision in either direction of he's got to go or we got to bend Russ. What, like one or the other, you know? I have no idea what's going Crazy. on up there. Crazy. No idea. On to Sunday Night Football, anyways. Colts getting absolutely curb stomped by the Cowboys. 54-19. to And Jim, going into halftime, this was a close one. Yeah, you know, it was. Dude. This, this game was close quarter. for a long time. And then you get a 33-point fourth quarter from the Cowboys, and <laughs> that's probably going to do it for you. <laughs> I mean... Just insane. Matt Ryan was turning the ball over. He was getting the snot beat out of him. And I saw Big Cat call it elder abuse, which I thought was pretty funny because <laughs> it is at this point. They're just rolling him out there. and He's getting beat up like it's insane. The Cowboys continue to be one of the best teams in the NFL. Their defense really carried him here. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. It's It's crazy that it was kind of a close game heading into the fourth. <laughs> And uh, I didn't really expect a 50-burger, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan did look questionable at times. That's a good point. He was making some throws that I was – some of his picks, I was like, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> it's like me out there. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, poor Jeff Saturday. Uh, take me back to when he had a 1,000% winning percentage. That was that feels awesome. like a long time ago, doesn't it? You know, he gets prime time every week somehow that's always blown my mind with like the NFL creates these schedules on what they think are going to be the best matchups. The Broncos had a ton of prime time this season. Oh, <laughs> and now we get Nickelodeon Broncos versus Rams on Christmas day. Oh baby. Give me Russell Wilson to win MVP at uh, whatever the odds are. That's free money. Million, you know, that's free money. Oh, <laughs> We can wrap it up you if you'd like on uh sure. you you can take the reins on this one. This is your goat. Sure, man. So I mean this game sixteen to three here, headed down in the fourth quarter. I mean the Bucks had done nothing all day on offense. The Saints got a couple big plays and they capitalized. Nice touchdown to Taysom Hill. But the play of the game really was Mark Ingram stepping out of bounds just short of the marker in the fourth quarter there with about six minutes or whatever it was left. And he tore his MCL, so legit injury. But if he had come like another couple feet, there was nobody in front of him, but he just stepped out of bounds. Saints get that first down, probably win the game. But nope, step out of bounds. Bucks defense stops him. And you open the door for Tom Brady to do what he does best. I mean, it's just he is inevitable. There is no denying that that's the guy that you want on your team when you have no chance. Because he just turns it on. And like in the blink of an eye, bang, they're in the red zone. You know, there was that big P.I. to Mike Evans. Then they score. Defense gets to stop. They're right back there. And he throws a touchdown to Chris Godwin. He gets called back. Doesn't matter. Those are another one to Rashad White. That's game. Thanks for coming out, Saints. See ya. And now they're in the good, lead for the division. It was a good, you know, the Saints have owned the Bucks, and it looked like it might be going that way again. At least owned the Bucks in the Brady era so far. They kind of just dominated them. Yeah. And, you know, six minutes left, I went, damn, they did it again. But no, it came back down to what we talked about. Tom would not allow it. You said it. You said it. You said it. <laughs> not in his house. Not with his new girl. Not happening. Not happening. Preview time. Week 14. Starting off Thursday night or 
Raiders Rams, Jim. I like the Raiders. They're getting hot. I know the Rams just picked up Baker Mayfield. I don't think he'll see the field in this one. But I'm t- and <laughs> I just think that the Raiders will be too much for the Rams. I don't think Aaron Donald's going. And they're getting hot at the right time. I like him to win. Yeah, I'm with you, Jim. Purely based off those directions of momentum. Raiders on the up. Rams have been on the decline. Give me the Raiders. I don't think it'll be a tough, tall task for them. Well, it may be close just because that Rams D is not terrible. But I do like the Raiders to win this game. Yeah, me too. Next up, we can kick off Jets-Bills in Buffalo. Jim, what are we thinking here? I think the Jets, I think they can keep it close. I do. I'm, I've, I've been a believer of this Jets defense. I'm going to stay a believer of this Jets defense. Yeah, you know, I'm struggling with this one because the Jets beat the Bills with Zach Wilson at the helm. But they were at home, and I feel like they had a couple things go their way. Josh Allen was turning the ball over. I don't think he does that again here. I think the Bills win. I don't know if it's by a ton. I think it'll be tight. But I, I really am convinced that the Bills do win this game. I'm with you on the winning. I just think the Jets can keep it close. I don't think they're going to be blown out in this spot. Sure. No, I agree. Browns-Bengals now. And all I have to say here is that the Bengals are the better team. The Browns suck. I really don't like Deshaun Watson. I think that it's going to take him a number of weeks to, to kick the rust off here. I know Joe Burrow has not beaten the Browns. Which is an insane stat. That's where I'm. That's where my head's at. I understand it, but this is a home game for the Bengals. Uh, I mean, you're not going to get up to beat on Deshaun Watson, really. No, no, okay, don't don't put it that way. I think uh, the Bengals should still win this. I just love the Browns with some points. Okay, fine. Yeah. I think they can keep it close. Uh, you know, these type these are the type of things that, you know, you're the expert. Defies, so yeah, I will defer it to you. It defies logic, Pat. How are the Saints owning the top of the Tom Brady Buccaneers? How do the Saints do that? How do they own Tom Brady in these Coaching. past few years? Coaching and defense. Yeah, and for some reason the Browns just own the Bengals. I don't get it, but they own them. Defies logic. Yeah, you're right. I know. I should defer to you when it comes to this AFC North stuff. I do think the the Bengals should still win, though, you know? Like, oh, they I are agree. the better team. And I'd love to see Deshaun Watson take a few uh, few sacks to the mouth, uh, to the head. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think the Browns keep it close, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'll, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because you know these teams. This is your division. Yeah, thank you for that. Do you have any more thoughts on how this one's going to go? No, you can take it. Okay. I don't think we have to spend much time on this one. Texans, Cowboys. Oh, geez. It's not going to be close at all. Um, no. <laughs> Texans are so bad. The only thing that worries me, Jim, and, and this would be purely from a betting number standpoint, would be one of those Dolphins Texans situations where they absolutely clobber them so bad in the first half that they put the third and fourth stringers in. Yeah. But I don't think this will be a challenge at all for the Cowboys. No, I think they'll dust them. I think it'll be over by the first half, just like that Dolphins game. I'm with you. I see it going the exact same way, you know? Yep. Easy money. Cool, cool. Now the NFC North here, Vikings visiting the Lions in a game makes you raise your eyebrows quite a bit you know on paper vikings are 10 and 2 lions are 5 and 7 should be an easy win for the vikings i don't think so i think i like the lions here i think this is a really good matchup for them i mean their offense has been explosive here as of late and it was at the beginning of the season too and i think that this vikings defense is not gonna be able to stop them the only thing that worries me is can the lions defense hold up but I think that that Jeff Okuda Justin Jefferson matchup is going to be in the favor of the Lions, and I think they win this game. 
I'm with you too, Jim. Uh, the first time these two teams played this season, the Vikings kind of stole this one. And I, I don't think the Vikings are necessarily on a downward trajectory, but the Lions sure as hell are on a upward spiral. I feel like spirals kind of used with downwards, but they're on an upward spiral, Jim. They're going they're to spiral. They are playing so well right now. This one means a lot to them. I think they can steal this one too. I like the Lions. Excellent. Can head on over to Eagles Giants. Lots of divisional ones this week, huh? It's like all it is now that I look at it. Yeah, it's a rivalry week. Wow. Um, Eagles, Giants, I'm kind of with you too, Jim. I think the Giants are not as good as their record shows. Nope. I've been wrong about the Eagles being better than I give them credit for, so I think the Eagles win this one pretty easily, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be them doing what they did to the Packers and just running the ball all over them. I also know that they have a really good wide receiver cornerback matchup there. I don't trust the the Giants offense one bit. I know that Saquon's had a bounce back season, but he's been pretty quiet recently. I like the Eagles a lot. Yeah, I just add that one thing that I remember now. Who'd you mention that the Eagles got back last week? Because he looked great. Jordan Davis. Oh, Derrick Henry was stuffed. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, he makes all the difference for them, and they have added. You know, they added Dominic Sue, Linval Joseph. They saw uh, that they were hurting there and immediately addressed it, which is why Howie Roseman is one of the better GMs in the league. Yeah, he stole AJ Brown. Good job, Howie. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, geez. Should I take the reins on this one? It's all you, man. Ravens, Steelers. Woof de woof. This uh this one feels like another letdown spot for my Ravens. Yeah, dude. Ravens Steelers play pretty close. And my biggest concern here is the Ravens almost to me at times look like the Atlanta Falcons, but in purple uniforms. Okay. That was two birds. <laughs> um point being there is that the Steelers did a pretty good job shutting down the Falcons last week. I'm not with the offensive struggles of the Ravens. I don't, I see them kind of doing the same thing, shutting the Ravens down. Um, I don't don't know. I don't, I don't really want to touch this game, but my gut's telling me Steelers kind of nab one here for no reason. Yeah. I think that even if the Ravens held tomorrow, I was going to take the Steelers. I just feel like these two teams, you mentioned it, they play each other close all the time. Steelers defense is damn good too. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a tight one. I don't know how much offense we'll see, but I like the Steelers to win. Now from the north to the south in the AFC, unless you have anything else. Nope. Okay. Jaguars, Titans. I do have to say that I see Derrick Henry kind of waking up here. He's been very quiet in recent weeks after our good friend Evan Tracer said to take his over. He has had like 40 yards rushing in the past three games. Shout out, Evan. Aside, I think that the Titans get back on track here. I mean, what I just saw from the Jaguars last week was just miserable. They got slammed. And I think that's how they are. Yeah, I'm with you too, Jim. Uh, This feels like a pretty important game for the Titans at home. I think they win this one. I think Derrick Henry comes back, like you said. I think the Jaguars kind of get stomped here, to be honest with you. Yep. All right, cool. We can move on to uh, this game should have been so good. We say this all the time. This game should have been good. Chiefs taking on the Broncos. I will say here that Broncos defense is good, and I feel like they unfairly get wrapped into the Broncos problems at times because of that record. But they do a great job at limiting opposing teams' offenses. It's, it's just the fact that their offense can't do anything that makes them lose. But no. I, I think they can keep games close at times. I don't necessarily think this is going to be a one-possession game. But I think it might be a little closer, a little nippier. And never mind, it's Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs win this one in question, but I'm just looking at that number. I mean, yeah, dude, Mahomes owns that division. Legit. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if... I mean, like, 
I just can't justify the Broncos having any shot here. They have just been so bad. The Chiefs are a really good team, arguably one of the best in the NFL. I see their offense clicking here, and I don't think the Broncos will do anything like they have all year. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm kind of with you more than I think about it. We can just keep going then. Panthers, Seahawks. This one's intriguing to me. I don't know why, but I feel like the Panthers will will put up a fight here. I don't necessarily see them winning, but I think it's really close. I do like the Seahawks to win, but I feel like the Panthers will be able to get their ground game going and kind of play a little bit of the, the ball control against the Seahawks. Kind of take it out of their hands. Make them try to get it in chunks. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, weirdly enough, I do agree that you know Deontay Foreman is going to be able to have some good yardage on the Seahawks defense. That's not very good. I I also agree. Seahawks should win this game. Could feel like one that they they drop for no reason, but it is in Seattle, so I will lean with the Seahawks here. Yeah, that was my my thinking. This looks like one that. You look at, they should win, but, I, I mean, I don't know. The Panthers' defense is damn good. Yeah, it's, it's another one of those better than credit because their record's bad. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked if they won. I will say that. Just me either. Yeah, blue. me either. Me either, definitely. Maybe not that helpful advice-wise, but anyway, we can move on, get get wrecked. <laughs> I love the Niners. Love, love, love the Niners in this spot. I love them. I don't care who's starting. Give me Purdy. I'm all over Purdy. I think the Bucks. they won that game last week, but it wasn't pretty. I mean, they, at their true nature this season is that they stink, these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the Niners are the opposite of that. I think they are very, very good. You caught on to it early. I'm catching up now. There's they are insanely good, Jim. I think it doesn't matter who's at QB. I think they stomp the Bucks here. Yeah, you know, I know I just said that Brock Purdy would they'd be fine with him. I I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I have a really hard time picking against Tom Brady. I think that the 49ers defense is a wicked mismatch for that Buccaneers offense. And I think you're right, actually. I think that I'm gonna take the 49ers to win. I feel like they'll have a hard time stopping Nick Bosa. I feel like that Niners secondary will do a really good job against Evans and Godwin. And I also think that they'll be able to run the ball and do enough on offense to get by. I I don't think there's a ton of offense in this one. But I'm with you, I think. You you changed my mind. I think the 49ers win this football game. Love to hear it. Now to Sunday night. Dolphins, Chargers, man, oh, man. I like the Dolphins big time here. (laughs) This is like, I just looked at the logos and I saw, seriously, this is what goes through my head. I saw the lightning bolt and I just thought of Tyreek Hill. And I just thought about how many yards he could go for in this one against that defense. I don't think they'll have an answer for Waddle or Hill. I don't know what Waddle's deal is. I know he left that game on Sunday and was hurt. So I'm assuming that he's playing, but I also don't know that. I think that they won't be able to slow slow the Dolphins down at all. So I like the Dolphins to win. I'm with you there, Jim. I love the Dolphins in this one, which is just sad to think because the Chargers would drop to six and seven. Mm. Would that be so Chargers? Um, I think they're better. I think they're better. I think that defense stinks. I think Tua comes back and that offense explodes. You know what? I like the over. I'll tell you that. Sure. I think yeah. The offenses kind of are way better than the defenses of each team. Yeah. It'll be a fun one. I'll give you that. Absolutely. And we can finish it up with your team, Patriots Cardinals. What are our thoughts, Jim? Jim, I really just have to say here that the Patriots struggle with mobile quarterbacks. However, this Cardinals offense just can't get out of their own way. I think that what it comes down to here is the Patriots are going to be the better coach team, and I think they escape with a victory. I don't think it's pretty, but I think that this is a game that they win. I like that take too, Jim. 
I think that Cardinals team is in such disarray that they're they're done. Their season's over. They know it. They're not really fighting for much except stat padding and I don't know. Weird team. Jobs, Jim. Jobs. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the Patriots here. I think they'll win this one. I think it'll be a close one, but I think they do pull away here. Me too, man. Me too. That will do it for our preview. We're going to move along with our three favorite bets and our be a gym pick coming up next. Tough week here. We got Jim, but nonetheless, we must make some decisions. Navigate it. And I will start with the San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half against the Bucks. I just think this is an awful matchup for the Bucks. I know you don't like betting against Tom Brady. My I, one don't issue. Is, I don't think this is a great spot for the Bucks. I think that Niners D is really going to cause that offense some trouble. I think the Niners will be able to you know, take this one relatively easily. Give me the Niners minus three and a half. Fair enough, Jim. I will go to a divisional one now here. I'm going to take the Eagles minus six and a half. They're rolling right now. And I feel like it's time for the Giants to start sliding. I just think that the Giants are outmatched in every area, coaching included. And I like the Eagles. A good take, Jim. Good take. My next one's going to be the Browns plus six. That's a divisional dog. That divisional dog's barking. You can probably get at six and a half in some places. I think the Browns, weirdly enough, own the Bengals enough so that they can cover six, six and a half pretty easily. I'm not sure they'll win necessarily, but I like them to cover that number. That is all. All right, I'm going to keep in the division here. I'm actually going to go with the Steelers minus two and a half against the Ravens. Ouch. I just feel like um, um, I apologize. I feel like this is a really, really tough matchup for the Ravens. These teams are always at each other's necks. Right now, the Ravens are, I mean, they're hurting. You know, you don't have Lamar. Your offense is struggling in the first place. Steelers' defense is no joke, and I mean, they're not. their offense isn't the greatest, but they can get it done here, and I think that's what happens. Reasonable enough, Jim. I don't like it, but I understand. I'm worried about that game, too. My last one's going to be the New York Jets plus 9.5. I like these divisional dogs this week in the division. Play close in my mind. I think that Jets defense is good enough to keep that game within nine and a half points. And I will, you know, I've been on the Jets defense all year. Why stop now? Fair enough. Fair enough. And my last pick, I think I'm just going to go with my own team here. Patriots minus one and a half here on Monday night. If you're really down bad on Sunday, you can always look forward to this one. I really think that the Patriots go in here and outclass the Cardinals. I think this is on a deeper level, more about their coaching. I just think that they're the better unit as a whole, top to bottom. Cardinals have a few better players, but they haven't done anything to show me that they can actually put it together against a well-coached team. I like the Patriots for that reason. I like those points, Jim. Speaking of Jim, should we give him the Jim? Yeah, it's your turn, baby. All right, if you'd like to be a Jim... You should take the Dolphins minus three this Sunday night. They are better than the Chargers. They will beat the Chargers. Dolphins minus three. I also like the over, but that is not to be a gym pick. I think it's going to be a fun game. I I do too. I think it's going to be very entertaining. I love the Sunday night football program, as we've talked about, and I like good games on Sunday night football. So I'm looking forward to that one. Hey, put it there for a reason, Jim. That's what the people like. (laughs) (laughs) They know me so well. (laughs) Anyway, that'll probably do it for this one then, eh, Jimma? Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Appreciate you guys listening. Alex, as always, it's a pleasure to sit down a couple hours, talk about things we know about, and talk about more things that we really don't know about in reality here. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's a nice escape from the world. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, we can help you escape your world, too. (laughs) Hope it's not that bad. Yeah, hopefully not. (laughs) But, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys hanging with us, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Boom, boom, boom.